0: stand before the Lord on today, I just hallelujah, Lord. He brought back to my memory. I just began to think of all the times where I felt unloved, where I felt unworthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can remember when I was a little girl and I have two older sisters, one 11 years older than me and another one is is 9 years older than me. Hallelujah. And I can remember going to the one that's Nine years older than me, who was Vicky? Hallelujah. I remember as a child, I, I craved for her attention. I craved for her to see me. It hurt so bad to my core that every single day I would run up to her and say, Vicki, I love you, and, and try to wrap my arms around her. And I can remember her pushing me off of her and saying, get off of me, I don't love. Get off of me with your black self. Get off of me, I don't love you. I remember running, crying to my older sister, Pam, and I would cry, and she would grab me and hold me in her arms and say, Tara, it's okay, you're beautiful. I love you. Like, she would wrap me in her arms, but but her love was fine, but I wanted the love of my other one because I knew that I had hers. But every day I would do the same thing, hoping for something different. Every day I would run to her and say, Vicki, I love you. And every day I would get the same response. Get out of my face. Leave me alone. So I would run to my other sister. Hallelujah. And as I was thinking back on that story, it made just about that moment in my life. And, and it just made me think about, Hallelujah. How we so often crave the love of the world, or crave the love of other things. When when, when then, when we get hurt, we try to run to the father. And the father is always there, yeah, yeah. but sometimes it just don't feel like it's good enough because we know that he's there, right. we know that he's going to love. But I want that to love me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that thing to appreciate me. Yeah. I want the I want that to see me and to say that I'm beautiful, to say that I love you, and to not push me away. Yeah. But God is always. He he reminds me like I'm I was always there. Yeah. I was always present in your life, even when you felt unworthy. I felt unseen. Hallelujah. I didn't feel pretty enough. Which which is crazy because I never felt it because I always got you pretty to be dark skinned. Like I've always got that in my life. But I, I gotta be dark skinned to be but so I always got the you pretty. So that wasn't a problem for me. It was the attention that I wanted. I wanted to be completely Hallelujah. Not sure why God is taking me this way. Hallelujah. But God is saying on today that somebody needs to be encouraged on today. Amen. As I sat with the Lord, I'm like, I'm like, God, what do you what do you have for me? And I know that I I don't have a problem with preaching about sin. Hallelujah. That is the thing that got me to the cross, y'all. That is the thing that saved my life. In the book of Romans, I, that was my favorite thing to read when I came, because I wanted to know what I was doing wrong so that God, you can fix me. Even when it hurt, I didn't care about sin. Like, I wanted it gone out of my life, I wanted the struggles gone. But on today, God is saying somebody in this house needs to be encouraged on today, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. Somebody needs to be mothered on today. Somebody needs to be nurtured on today. Somebody needs to hear the sweet words of Jesus on today. The good news that God came as a man in flesh to die for us. Hallelujah. Sometimes that doesn't resonate to people a lot. Sometimes that doesn't. Understand the cross That God sent himself In the flesh That he left the throne To become man on our behalf To die for us Somebody needs to be encouraged On today Hallelujah The power of encouragement is my title On today Hallelujah The power of encouragement Because we should all know As I read Romans We should all know that we will fall short. We will fall short each and every day of the glory of God. But God. Hallelujah. He gave us escape. But God, we need to understand that God is a precious gift. To yeah, yes, us on today be yes, And if you don't realize that I need to remind you God is sending me to remind you yes. That he is a special and precious gift That you should never let go You should never get tired of You should never get frustrated Or, or get upset or, or get weary Or for, forever forget That you can run to him yes. Amen. That he's always there With his arms wide open Amen. Even when we over there Doing whatever we gotta do God is still in the same spot that he was in when you left so that you don't forget where he's at. So when you turn and run back to him, you're going to remember where you left him. Hallelujah. And he's going to be right there with his arms stretched out and say, Daughter, it's okay. Son, it's okay. I'm here and I got you. So the power of encouragement on today, because someone in here, need to be encouraged on today. Someone needs to be reminded that God knew you before. <laughs> before you were formed in the womb, God knew you. Before you were stitched together and those two things met, y'all know what those two things are, met in the womb, God already knew you. And then we take that for granted. That he already knew us before time. Even started in our life before we even existed in our little feeble brains. God already knew us. I need y'all to be encouraged on today. That he know you better than you know yourself. That he know what's best for you on today. That when you are crying and say it hurt too bad, he knows that it hurts too bad. Hallelujah. Someone needs to be reminded on today that Satan belongs underneath your feet. Because somebody forgot. Somebody forgot where his place is. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to be reminded that his place is underneath your feet. And that is where he belongs. He belongs crushed underneath your feet on today. Someone needs to be reminded that despite What you have done or said, you can be forgiven. Hallelujah. God has sent me to remind you on today. Hallelujah. That God is not a God that will lie. God is not a God that will lie. Someone needs to be reminded of the power of prayer. That in God's word, he presents to us all of his promises. And in God's word, he gives us instruction. And he tells us if. I love that, that little word, if. Hallelujah. That if we do this or if we do, like he will tell you that every, some people need a road map or uh, ABC. God has already given us because he tells us what will happen if we do this and if we don't do this. Hallelujah. So God is a God that won't lie on today. Someone needs to know on today that Satan will lead us astray. Hallelujah. Satan will lead our thoughts astray. Hallelujah. Satan will have us thinking the total opposite of what God has just told us. So I've already told you that God is not a God that can lie. So when when you get here like on today, when you leave on today, Satan is going to try to talk to you. He is going to try to lead your thoughts astray. So y'all know that when you are on social media and you go there for one thing and then you start that one thing take you to another thing and that one thing take you to something else. That's called that rabbit hole effect, right? That you just start going and digging and going and digging. That is exactly what Satan does. As soon as you get that word, y'all know the parable. He tried to snatch it away from you. As soon as the pastor or the minister preach a word or talk to you or give you wise counsel, as soon as you leave their presence, Satan will try to take your thoughts and lead you astray. Hallelujah. He will have you believe a lie. You won't surely die. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will come to you and have you believe a lie. You don't belong to Satan. To you. you don't belong to Satan. You may give yourself over to him, but you don't belong to him. You belong to the Creator, the one that made you and created you for him in his image, for his glory. So a lot of times we confuse ourselves. And think that we belong to Satan. Satan can't do nothing that God won't give him permission to. So you don't belong to him because Satan didn't create you. You may give yourself over to him. You make that choice to give over to him, but you don't belong. So I need somebody to know. I need to remind you on today that you don't belong to him. That you are a child of God. I need that to seep in. I need y'all to know that you are a child of God. Mm. Don't let Satan lead you astray. Having you think your sin, your circumstances, your identity, your marriage, your singleness, that this life is too big for God. I need y'all to be encouraged on today. That he is the creator of life. So nothing is too big for God. Life be life and right, life be life and everything. Life was just life and before y'all came to church, right? But guess what? God be God, hallelujah. Life be life but God be God. I need y'all to keep, I need y'all to remember that when y'all leave here. When life start life I need y'all to say, but God be God. When Satan start coming, I need y'all to say, but God the God wing. God is going to try to talk to you. God is going to bless you. So I mean, even in your circumstances when it looked like just whirlwinds and tornadoes and everything is going on around you. Yes. Yes. I need y'all to know that God is still God right there. Yes. Like when you standing here and all this stuff is going on around Amen. you God is just waiting on you to say peace be still. Because there is power in your words. When you believe in your creator. But when you give in. To, to Satan and allow him. To lead your thoughts astray. When all of that stuff is going on around you. Instead of speaking a word. Over your life. You're, you're just going like this. You're falling. You're falling. But I need you to say. God is still God. Amen. So peace be still. Amen. Alright. Peace be still. Hallelujah. He left his throne. I just told y'all this. He left his throne. Hallelujah. To show you his love. For you are worthy to die for. Did y'all ever think about that? We'd be so concerned about saying, God, I'm not worthy. But he came and he died. So God, you are worthy to die for. That God left his throne and came to this earth and said, Sister Esoteric, I'm going to die for you. You are worthy. Sister Chanel, despite whatever thing you're going, I came here and I died for you. So you are worthy to die for. Amen. Hallelujah. It makes sense to my brain yeah, it does. It does. That, that I'm worthy to die for. Because yeah. he did it. He got nailed to that cross. He rose for us to show us that we have a chance of life. Right now, today, you have a chance of life. Hallelujah. I need y'all to remember that God is the creator of life. Someone needs to know that in this life, we have an enemy whose aim is to use pain and pleasure to make us blind, stupid, and miserable. Y'all hear me? <laughs> y'all hear? Yes, I said pain and pleasure because in your pain because in your pain Satan uses your flesh to make to uses your flesh to make you turn to those idols. The drunkenness, the lust, the shopping, the slumberness, the gluttony, the overworking. On your you may think there's something there but when you start working yourself to make that a distraction, the work and the isolation. Hallelujah. Satan uses your pain. Hallelujah. And your pleasure and pleasure to make us dumb, stupid and miserable. Hallelujah. So anytime that you are going through something, I need y'all to be encouraged on today. Don't allow Satan to lead your mind astray where you start focusing in on this flesh more than you focusing in on your spirit. Because anytime that you are feeling in pain, I need you to use that pain in a healthy way. Meaning I need you to run to the cross and not run to the bottle. Yeah. I need you to run to the cross and not run to the man. I need you to run to the cross and not go in your room, cut the lights off in the darkness and sit in isolation where Satan is able to talk to you. I need you to run to the cross on yeah. today. But in the cross, there is encouragement. But in the cross, there is power. So I'm here to remind y'all today that God is important for us to live, for us to have a whole life. God is the key to that. So in the book of James, he is speaking to the Jewish believers scattered abroad. Satan will have believers begin to become fearful and to doubt the very power of God. We begin to run from we begin to run from him instead of running to Jesus. So, in the book of James, which y'all, you know, y'all come to Bible study, we're we'll going to be doing a series on it, but I'm going to give you a little taste on it today. But in the book of James, as I mentioned, these James is speaking to believers that have scattered abroad. So, I need y'all to think about where you are and think about where you've been. But anytime that life gets tough, any time that you begin to get afraid or you begin to doubt, do you scatter? Do you begin to run? Do you begin to um, do everything else except go to Jesus? You begin to doubt. You begin to self sabotage yourself. So if you are weak, weary, defeated, sad, unsure, afraid, where and who are getting? Where and who are you getting your help? Where and who are you getting your help from? All right. So James chapter 5. We're going to start at the 13th verse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm going to become this a very short message for today because it don't take a lot to encourage somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. You just drop a few encouraging words and you keep <laughs> it moving. Because y'all may forget if I talk too long, so I need y'all to remember this word. Hallelujah. Are any of you suffering hardship? Hallelujah. you can see it because I'm going to be preaching through as I read. Are any of you suffering hardship on today? You should pray. So in the beginning, I just told you that God would give us instruction. He would encourage us through his word. So on today, I encourage you, sisters and brothers. If you are suffering hardship on today, you should pray. Are you, are any of you happy? I think this was in my prayer too. Some people may be standing in the presence of joy. Some people may be standing in the presence of happiness. If you are happy, you should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I just established this morning that I'm the mother of the church. So that means I'm an elder. I'm the eldest of the church, me and, me and your pastor. Amen. So God is giving you instructions on today. If any of you, hallelujah, are sick, and if any of you even don't even know how to pray, when I ask the question, who are you getting your help from? Who is helping you get through your hard times? Are you sitting in isolation thinking that's working? Guess what? Satan got you fooled. Isolation is not the key because the word is telling you that when you are sick, when you can't pray, when you can't do it, that you should seek help. You should go to community on today. Satan will have you confused and think that community ain't the key, that that, you, that I'm too ashamed to go ask for help. I know these people tired of me. I keep coming to them with my stuff. I keep calling them for this. I keep doing this. I know they keep tired of hearing me going in this circle and, and saying the same thing over and over again, Satan is a liar on today. Hallelujah. Those are the very thoughts that will lead you astray. I need y'all to hear me on today. Those are the very things that Satan has you bound in. That that keeps you not seeking for help. That keeps you in that same spot. He don't want you to grow. Hallelujah. He don't want you to go further in God. Because when you seek answers, when you go after wise counsel, that is you growing in your faith. That is you receiving patience. That is you getting a little bit more endurance to go on on this race. Yeah. Hallelujah. For Satan is a liar. Don't have him having you think that way that you getting tired, that your pastors are getting tired. Satan is a liar. That is where we get our joy. Don't stop our praise for not helping you. Like for you not reaching out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 15 says, such a prayer offered in faith, will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, guess what? You will be forgiven. I said God is not a God that will lie. Nothing that you've done is too hard for him. Nothing that you've done yesterday, he cannot forgive. If you slap somebody and you thought you was just out of control, guess what? God can forgive you. Hallelujah. If you slipped up and ran back to that man or woman, guess what? God can forgive you if you're stuck in homeless. If you say, I'm just stuck in same-sex relationships and home, Guess what? God can forgive. No sin is bigger than the next. So I need y'all to understand that God is a forgiving God. Be encouraged on, the, on today that you will be forgiven. Verse 16 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Confession is good for the soul. It's it's so good for the soul. It's in his word for a reason. It's in this verse 16 for a reason. God is asking us to confess your sins one to another. Confession don't mean he, 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 get what I did. Just joking around with it. Confession is saying, Sister, brother, I I did something yesterday and I confess this. And I I need this thing broken. I need this thing fixed. Can you please pray for me? If that takes a confession of every day. Now, y'all ain't supposed to keep turning back to the same stuff. Now, Now I ain't telling y'all to keep repeating the same. But guess what? You can be forgiven. But God wants you to be a wise servant. Because when God did his healing, when God said, You know, when he healed the the woman with the issue of blood, or he healed the man with leprosy, or he just did all these miraculous things in the Bible, he said, what? Don't sin. Go. Go and sin no more. So when you come to your sisters and brothers, when you come to your pastor, and you confess that thing, and they say, okay, we're going to pray and ask God for strength, not go and sin no more. Turn from that thing. And in the turning, that's where your support comes from. So when 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 God give that word of, and don't sin no more, best believe that Satan is coming. So that is why I'm I'm, I'm pleading on y'all behalf, saying, ignore Satan. Remember where he belongs. That when he say, oh you can handle this by yourself, you don't have to call Sister, a minister Tony. You don't have to call Pastor Johnson or Minister Satan. You don't have to call them a missionary. To Check on you. He's going to start, you see how he's going to start coming in your ear. So when you get that prayer, stay before the throne on today. Hallelujah. Verse 17 says Elijah was a, as human as we were, as we are. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain, and the earth began to yield its crops. Hallelujah. So Elijah was as human as we are. So if y'all don't know a little bit about Elijah, he was a prophet. And to be encouraged on today is to say that Elijah was as human as we are. So that should tell you that you have the opportunity to have the same power that Elijah had. Like God is presenting you and telling you he was he was human, too. When he spoke a word, that's why I say it's power in your prayer, it's power in your tongue. It's power when that storm is going around you, that when you speak the word, when the Lord is present in faith and you believe. When you speak for that thing to stop, he said that he prayed for the rain to stop for three years. So as I was reading that, I was like, OK, in three years, what were the people doing? Were they trusting and believe when it didn't rain for three years, what were the people doing? What was Elijah doing for those three years? He was still serving God. He was still believing in God's truth. He was still being directed and guided until the Lord told him what the next thing to do. And that is something that I need y'all to be encouraged on on today. That when God says, speak the word, that there is power in his word, that once you speak it, then just wait. It may take three years for a rainfall to start falling. It may take three years for you to come out of that thing. But God said, when you are faithful and you go through there will be people there to encourage you. There will be people there to hold your hand, to walk you through this journey, that you are not alone. So stop thinking that your situation is isolated just to yourself, because that is a lie. Amen. Amen. That is a lie. People are going through some stuff, but how will you know if you don't talk to your sisters and brothers? How do you know if you don't confess those things? Because when you confess, then your sister can say, oh, I've been through that. Oh, I'm going through that right now. And this is how I endured. And this Amen. is how I got through. Amen. Hallelujah. Elijah was just as human as we are. And if y'all know about him, he what he did, he got called up. God called him up, right? He got called up. But he was just as human as we are. Like That that right there in the word, that should be encouraging to you. That these ain't make, made up characters. These are actual people yeah. because Elijah wasn't perfect. He still doubted sometimes. He still went through some stuff. He still talked to God and asked him questions was like, Lord, I can't do this. Take this from me. But God said, man, I'm going to keep feeding you. Sit up under this tree. I'm going to send birds to bring you meat. Like, stop talking. I know you. I, I knitted you together before you was even in your mother. I know you. So, why are you talking foolishness? Hush, stick right here. Let me take care of you. That is what God is trying to tell us that we are just as human as Elijah, that we we can do it. So, He sent me on today, and I'm coming in, JJ. Give me my backup music. He sent me on today, (laughs) hallelujah, to encourage you. Hallelujah. Because there is power in God's encouragement, there is power. When you know that you're not alone, there was power when you know that, you know, I had two kids, but I still found somebody, God still sent me someone to love those children like they were his own. Like I'm out here thinking, I'm a, I'm a single woman with two kids. Ain't no man gonna love me. They don't want no two kids. But he woke up one day and realized, oh man, I'm a married woman with two kids. He didn't even realize I He didn't even realize that God was just moving, God was guarding. Amen, amen, amen. So stop speaking death over your life. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Speak power. Amen. Speak encouragement. Amen. And when you are doing all of that, sin no more. They see how I creep my sin in there? Sin no more. Because God is ever present. He's just standing there waiting to, to, to hold you in His hands, amen. to grab you, amen. to comfort you. To say it will be okay by and by. He cannot lie. So I can say I promise because it's in his word. I promise on God that he cannot lie. (laughs) That he will take care of you. Be surrounded by community. Hallelujah. Keep talking to your sisters and brothers. Because just in the midst of, I was just talking to my daughter. She was like, just in the midst of her having conversations, even when she thinks she's encouraging somebody else, y'all are slick encouraging her. Hallelujah. When y'all come and sit with your pastors, when y'all think y'all are burdening us, y'all are encouraging us. He's told the story about how he talked with Brother Brandon and he was um, discipling him. But in the midst of that, Brandon was blessing him. Amen. He was making him a better husband, him stronger in his marriage, just because of counseling. So I need y'all to know that this thing worked twofold. So don't be selfish and hold back your communication. Don't be selfish. Hallelujah. When God is trying to move on your behalf, but Satan is a liar and he belongs where? Under your feet. That's right. Under your feet. Don't have him nowhere else. I almost stepped on the snake today on um, this weekend. Yes. And I screamed so loud, I was like, it was right there. And I was about to, but that's what he belonged under my feet. Even when it feels scary. Even when you look at that, it was like, oh, I almost stepped on that. Step on it. Step on that scare. Not fist, not real, but you can hit it with something else. But saying in the spirit, step, yeah, you can't be But saying. Don't be afraid to step on him and tell him he's a liar. All right? I need y'all to be encouraged on today. Amen. Amen. All y'all calling to get Lord a hand clap of praise. And any prayer is just to help you keep going on.